Welcome in to the Arena Fanatic College Football Talk Podcast. I'm Tyler Smith, and with me, the great Matt Hetzler. Matt, is it snowing up your way? It is. Uh, we're getting that Arctic blast, Tyler. Arctic mm. blast out of nowhere. Yesterday it was a very nice, cool 60. Mm-hmm. And today we're looking at 20s. Yeah, I know. It's a high of 26 tomorrow. That's going to be wonderful, especially for you and your job. So I wish you the best tomorrow. Yeah, well, that's what we got to do up here in Ohio. we got to brave the, the chill of winter. And oh, uh, that's what we'll be doing. Wow. A real, a real man right there, brave in the cold. But uh, let's get on to this podcast here, Matt. We're on the week 11 review pod. Can you believe, Matt, a week 11 or here? Yeah, we're, uh, we're almost at the end of the season here, Tyler. And then we got bowl games. Oh, yeah, it's the bowl games. Can't wait for those. But, uh, ladies and gentlemen, we did change up the format to kind of gear it towards the end of the year and everything that's happening. So we'll break it down by every conference. We'll give a quick recap of the games, fired coaches, hot seat, and how teams are looking in the division race as well, and who are contenders for the playoff and New York Six Bulls for the G5 conferences. So, Matt, I'm going to start it off here in the AAC. Quick recap of the games. Uh, major upset as Tulsa defeats my beloved UCF. Matt, I'm sure you were excited to see that. I told you a while ago that UCF's just not any good. So, Yeah, I know. Hate on hater. They were like uh, a 21-point favorite, I thought. Yeah, it was pretty big. It was. I was not expecting that. Tulsa, I think, now has three wins on the season. Yeesh, that's a tough loss for UCF. SMU holds off ECU. ECU, while they haven't won a division game, I have like what I've seen out of them. I see promise. And U- UCF is just horrendous. And the play calling down the stretch in that final drive of that game versus Temple was ugly. Ooh. So overall, not really a pretty week for the top teams in the AAC with UCF going down. So now let's break down the division races. With UCF going down, they're, they're virtually eliminated from winning the East since UC does hold a tiebreaker over them. UC faces Temple this week, and the Owls, an Owl win would keep them in the hunt. So if Temple can win that game, they are in the hunt. If not, UC wins and locks up the East. So that'll break it down for the East. And the West, I tell you, the West is wide open. SMU, Navy, and Memphis at the top with only one loss. Memphis has wins over SMU and Navy. They do, however, have three games left, Houston, UCF, and UC. That's a, that's a decent stretch. I don't know how that's going to play out for them. SMU has a bye, and then they face Navy, which would be an eliminator game at that point. So SMU-Navy is going to be huge. If Navy does beat SMU, they would have to hold off Houston and then hope that Memphis is going to go down. So there's three teams still alive here, SMU, Navy, and uh, SMU, Navy, and Memphis. Yeah, Memphis seems likely to win this one since they hold all the tiebreakers, essentially. Do you think, Matt? Do do what? You predicted 
you predicted UC to win correctly. Yes. At the preseason? Incredible pick. Incredible pick. I'll give you pops for that one. As of right now, though, it looks like UC and Memphis. So that'll be a pretty good matchup if we can get there. Fired coaches currently? None. Hot seat? I had Philip Montgomery on there last week. Then he comes in and beats UCF. Uh, but the last two seasons combined... <coughs> He has a combined five wins. Now he's at three and seven on the season. I'm going to keep him on the hot seat. I mean, he was thought of at one point as a big-time coach. And now, I don't know, three and seven. He's got eight wins over three years. That's pretty bad. And Randy Etzel, UConn, of course, he's always on my hot seat. I just, I just don't get it. So whatever. Randy needs to go. But they're never going to do it. And my MY6 contenders, Matt, I just have UC, Memphis, Navy, and SMU for that New Year's Six Bowl game. Yeah, we're going to see how that shakes out. Oh, yeah, lots lots to go, Matt, lots to go. But some intriguing matchups coming up in this race for the ACC championship. You say for the AAC? Yes, the AAC championship. Yes, I will. Doesn't Cincinnati and Memphis play this week? Uh, no, they play the last game of the year. Oh, oh, well. So that game, it could have some meaning. It could not have some meaning, depending on what happens here with Navy and SMU coming up. Uh, I believe it's this week or next week. I got you. I got you. Well, Tyler, why don't mm-hmm. you tell us about the ACC Ooh, and what's yes, going on the- there? Uh, Virginia Tech defeated Wake, which keeps Wake out of the title hunt. Wake needed that win in a bad, bad way. But Virginia Tech, they're playing very well right now. I like what I'm seeing out of that team. FSU, Matt, is 1-0 without Willie Taggart with a uh, win over BC. I know, right? Look at them. They're just, they're just a normal team now out there getting wins. And uh, UVA damn near decided they didn't want to win the divisional race. They eked out a win versus Georgia Tech. You said they Yikes. eked out a win? Yeah, they barely beat Georgia Tech, man. Well, that's good. But they did it. Thank God. But let's go on to division races. Clemson would need to lose to Wake plus another loss. And let's be honest, that's not happening. Clemson is a damn near lock for the Atlantic right now. The Coastal, however, the always interesting Coastal, Matt. <laughs> We have Virginia, Virginia Tech, and Pitt, all with two losses. UVA has two more conference games to play, Virginia Tech and Pitt. They, I believe, have three. So I, oh, that's, that's going to make things a bit interesting. Um, their lone remaining game in AAC, ACC play is against Virginia Tech to end the year, and they do hold a tiebreaker over Pitt currently. So... That's good news if you're a Virginia fan. If we move on to Virginia Tech, they have Georgia Tech left on the schedule, Pitt left on the schedule, and UVA. Um, either Pitt or Virginia Tech will be eliminated on November 23rd, so keep an eye out for that game. And let's get on to Pitt. Pitt has the toughest slate. They face UNC, BT, and BC. I don't, I don't like their odds here. They will need to win out and hope for UVA to slip up. 
So that kind of gives you a basic breakdown of the Coastal Division. Miami does have a slim chance, but I'm not even going to discuss that at, at this point. <coughs> yeah, let's not talk about Miami. <coughs> yeah, nobody wants to talk about Miami, though they did look pretty good last week, I'm not going to lie. Um, fired head coaches, Matt, of course, Willie Taggart, FSU. And on the hot seat right now, I, I don't really have anybody, Matt. I, I don't see anybody being fired. I think everybody's in pretty good standing or too new to fire at this point. And the only playoff contender will be Clemson. Yeah, yeah, that sounds about right for the ACC. Uh, yeah, pretty much. I mean, I think they only have one team in the top 25 right now. Yep, yep, just Clemson. After weight loss. Yeah, yeah, that weight loss, that was that was tough. They needed that win, man, but could not pull it out versus Virginia Tech. But, Matt, I'd like to get a breakdown of the Big 12. Well, it's kind of an exciting week in Big 12 football. A lot of games coming down to the wire. Uh, we'll start in Norman here, Tyler. Uh, Iowa Ooh. State storms back. They were down 21 heading into the fourth quarter. They score with, like, 30 seconds left. Go for two. Does not convert. Uh, should have been a defensive pass interference call. Wasn't called. And uh, Oklahoma somehow gets out with a win there. Uh, tough loss for Iowa State. They've had three losses by one or two points this year. Uh, it's really just could have been a, a big year for Iowa State if they could get over that uh, hump with those close losses. Uh, Baylor State's undefeated, Tyler. <coughs> Triple yes, uh, overtime thriller. Against I know, TCU, man. Uh, that that was a terrible game to watch. By the way, it was a snooze fast up until overtime. Uh, Texas rebounds here with a three-point win, game-winning chip shot uh, by Dicker, and uh, Kansas State tumbling out of the top twenty-five, I believe. Oh yeah, see you later. Fun while it lasted. And then uh, nobody really cared about this game, Tyler, but Texas Tech. <laughs> uh, whipped up on West Virginia in Morgantown. So, yeah. Everybody, three really good uh, games and then one sneaker. But, uh, well, what can you expect out of the Big 12? Yeah, and, and that two point conversion, Matt, and that Iowa State Oklahoma game, I, I'm still still pondering on that move. Don't like it. I didn't like it. Yeah, me either. You, I mean, well, we talked about it as it was going on. And,. <laughs> We're just like, you, you got all the momentum here. And I, I'm a guy that likes to be, uh, go for stuff, gamble, you know. But yeah. that was just a spot where it seemed like Oklahoma was they were headed, dead, man. But they had already folded. You take that to overtime, you're going to win that game. But, hey, uh, you know, it's hard to fault Matt Campbell there. Uh, he, he took a shot for the W and, and just unfortunately didn't work out for him. And the onside kick that they had was just god-awful. Yeah, oh man. It, it yeah. went right to him. So, right uh, to the best the best hands guy on the team. Yes, I know. So, division race Tyler here. No divisions here in the Big 12. Uh we have Baylor sitting on top here at 6 and 0. There's really three teams that are in the thick of it uh for a potential uh matchup in the conference championship uh game. Uh Baylor, Oklahoma, and Texas. So, Ooh, still alive. Yeah, Baylor Baylor plays Oklahoma this week, and then they play Texas next week. So, Man, that's uh, going to be huge. It is, it is, especially for Texas. So Texas 
they can they kind of control their destiny here, Tyler, uh, to get to that championship game as long as Oklahoma uh, beats Baylor this week. So mm, that's interesting. It is. So so you who does Texas play this week? Uh, Texas is at Iowa State, which is going to be a oh, loss. Gosh. So yeah, that's, that that might eliminate them. Yeah, Texas has to be at o, at Iowa State and at Baylor. They got to win those two games. They got to mm. win out, and they got Texas that's, Tech at the end. That'd be um, tough. That'd be that'd be, be, a, tough. That'd be a hell of a uh, stretch if they could win out. But <clears throat> with all that said, Tyler, it looks like we're going to have Baylor, Oklahoma this week, and then in a few weeks in the Big Ten or Big Twelve championship. Um, fired coaches, we got none so far. Guys on the hot seat, I'm not seeing much here, Tyler. Yeah. Unless, unless TCU wants to get a little frisky and get rid of Gary Ooh. Patterson. No way. Uh, that mm-hmm. is about it. I would agree with you. I don't. I don't see anybody. Uh, the teams that are doing poor, the coaches are too new. You like what you see going on in Kansas for once. Yeah. No. No. Nobody. Yeah. So, Big Twelve. It's going to be all the same coaches next year, more than likely. Um, playoff contenders, we've got a couple. Uh, just Baylor and Oklahoma. If Oklahoma wins out, they have a chance to get back in there, even though, I'm telling you, I don't like this team. I don't uh, either. Uh, if they somehow made it to the playoff, it would just be uh, it'd be a fucking joke. <laughs> So that uh, that defense, that defense, they is are not, so bad. We thought it. We thought maybe there was a little improvement, but I don't know. I mean, Kansas State was rolling up on these boys. Yep, yep. Kansas State rolled on them. Uh, you know, Iowa State. I love Iowa State, and God, I really want them to get that win. Because I'm telling you, if Iowa State could have gotten that win, if Iowa State would have won out, they had a chance to get to that title game. Mm. Um, so it is unfortunate for them they didn't make it. But uh, let's move on here, Tyler. Let's move to the Big Ten. Oh, yeah, Big Ten country. There were some good games in the Big Ten, uh, starting with the biggest one here, Tyler. Minnesota shocks the world. Yeah, yeah. Whatever. Um, I'll be honest. I didn't think Minnesota could win. I did. I honestly, I thought they could win because they have more talent than I think people want to give them uh, respect towards. They're more talented than what people believe, and I think they're showing it. See, and I didn't get to watch any of this game because I had to work on Saturday, so I still couldn't tell you much about Minnesota, uh, but I did see Sean Clifford was great. Um, He made a lot of great throws, especially uh, a few of them to Minnesota. Um. Yeah, Ohio State seventy-three to fourteen. Not much there to report. Chase Young had to sit out of this game. Um, we touched on that subject a little bit on Twitter. Uh, free Chase Young, guys. Free Chase Young. Um, free the man. Iowa, my Iowa Hawk guys, almost made the comeback here. Tyler just fall short here. Twenty-four twenty-two. Uh, big win for Wisconsin. Really uh, got a grip on the um, on the race there uh, for the Big Ten West Championship, which I got to tell you a little bit about that here in a second. Uh, Purdue, nice win at Northwestern there, twenty four twenty two, and then Illinois, 
27 fourth oh, quarter man. points, Tyler. Crazy. And they come back and they stun Sparty. I love it, man. I love I love what's going on there so, with Lovey and Co. So do I, my friend. I couldn't believe it. How crazy Does, is that? Matt, I got a question. Does Northwestern have a Big Ten win yet? Uh, That would be a big, fat no. They're 0-7, oh Tyler. God. Yeah, they're they're That's actually brutal, they are man. completely t- they are so bad. That is that is hard to believe. I I thought they had some promise going into the year, but yeesh, quarterback situation's not been good. Yeah, it's not. That is for sure. Um, they're not, I don't think Northwestern is going to get a Big Ten win um, because they they finish with Minnesota at home and they got at Illinois. So. Northwestern is staring at a 0 and 9 Ooh. in the Big Ten. Brutal. Brutal. So, um, division races here, Tyler. Um, Ohio State, Penn State still on a collision course for that division. Everybody else is out. Um, how about this surprise team here, Tyler? Indiana 7 and 2. I know, right? Oh, but boy. They've been, they've been favorable on that schedule. Yes, I know. I mean, but still, it's impressive because it it's is Indiana. Impressive. You're used to seeing two to two and seven. Yes, we are. And then in the West, Tyler, uh, Minnesota. They still got to play Wisconsin. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they have two games up on Wisconsin. So uh, Minnesota, big game against Iowa this week, and then then they have. Uh, I think they have Northwestern, and then Wisconsin. So. Man, I'm telling you, Minnesota. I would like to see Minnesota in that championship game. Yeah, it, I think it'd be fun to see Minnesota. You got some new blood. You got they can have life. It's a team with life, man. They're like they're fun to watch. You got Fleck running the show there. I like it, man. I think it'd be fun. I think they would get blown out by Ohio State, but I still think it would be a lot of fun uh, to watch that game. Uh, yep. So we got Minnesota, Wisconsin. It's the only two with a possibility. Um, so, for a minute, I thought Illinois might have a possibility, but oh man, that but they they do not. Now, if if Minnesota beats Iowa, are they essentially a lock? Yes. Wow. Well, That's not huge. technically. They they would still need. Um, yeah, I mean, I guess they're a lock unless they somehow lose to Northwestern. How much? That's not happening. So it shouldn't happen. No. So. Uh, real quick here, Tyler. Illinois, bowl eligible. Huge. huge. Six That's and four. Um, yeah, I mean, a couple surprise teams, bowl eligible. Indiana and Illinois. Um, who saw that one coming? Uh, not me. I think we all thought Illinois would be better this year, but maybe not at six wins better. Already yeah, six wins. I'm telling you, man, I wish I would just went with my gut preseason and given Illinois a little bit of a bump because I really was high on this team but I was also high on Nebraska so oh you're very high very high you were very low on Wisconsin I was but you know eh. what are you Wisconsin's do? not that great either no they're not it's just a naturally it's just a it's just a bad year in the west this year a lot of bad teams um all right, Tyler, let's hop out. Oh, playoff contenders real quick here. Uh, Ohio State, Penn State, I guess, has still got a shot. 
Uh, Minnesota, Wisconsin. No, Wisconsin's out. No shot for Wisconsin. Minnesota, Ohio State, Penn State. Lock them in. Lock them in. I like it. Uh, how about the uh, hot seat? Anybody on the hot seat or no? D'Antonio? You got D'Antonio? Oh, yeah. He, he should be, he should have been fired yesterday. I don't know what the hell they're thinking. <laughs> Just get rid of his ass. Move yeah. on. Like, you can't you can't blow a massive lead to Illa-fucking-Noy at home. <laughs> uh, don't even get me started yeah, on Michigan State again. Uh, yeah, I, I know. I know. It just really gets under your skin. It's really, really nice to hear. Michigan State's just they're out of my mind. Like, I don't even give a shit about them. Like... I hope they don't win another game this year. Uh, and then Pat Fitzgerald is safe at, at Northwestern. It's just a yeah, weird year for yeah. them. Uh, but other He's than that, a yeah, lot. everybody's good in the Big Ten. Wow, that's pretty uh, pretty crazy. But I'm I'm with you, D'Antonio. I think the time is now. See you later. Yeah, there's a lot of good coaches out there uh, that you don't have to stick with him. And uh, yeah, let's go to the conference USA here, Tyler. All righty, Conference USA, Wiss, or, uh, WKU hammered Arkansas and knocked Chad Morris out of a job. Uh, don't don't look now, folks, but UTSA, three conference wins. Granted, they have faced the worst teams in the league to get to those three wins, but hey, they got three wins. Southern Miss handles UAB, that was huge. La Tech drills North Texas, a horrible year for the Mean Green. And FAU gets a Shula Bowl victory over FIU. What a disappointing season for the Panthers, Matt. Yep. Hard to, hard to believe. I mean, I think we were both pretty high on those guys, and yikes. Trouble. Trouble. But yeah. let's get on to division races here. Western Kentucky was off to a hard start but took a loss to both FAU and Marshall. Both of those teams have just one conference loss. So that's not good news for Western Kentucky. They're pretty much done. Now let's get to FAU and Marshall. FAU is in really good shape with a road game at UTSA and USM at home. They did, however, lose the tiebreaker to Marshall. So that will come into play. The Thundering Herd have three games left. Law Tech at Charlotte and FIU at home. That's a more difficult stretch than FAU's, but again, they have the tiebreaker, which is going to be key coming down the stretch. So look out for that, FAU and the Thundering Herd. Now let's get on to the West. Law Tech sits at 5 0, USM at 4 1. La Tech holds the tiebreaker since they have a win over USM and overall winning percentage is better. Therefore, USM will need La Tech to lose two games. It is possible to lose two games with Mar- at Marshall, UAB, and home versus U- UTSA, but I don't see it happening. Best of luck to USM. They have WKU and FAU left on their schedule. If they lose any of those, they're done. I think they probably do. They're going to they're probably going to go one and one in those games. So pretty much La Tech is essentially the winner. Sounds good. Yes, sir. So it's probably going to be La Tech versus either FAU or Marshall, which I would love to see it. So fired coaches, Matt, currently none. Hot seat, Bobby Welder, ODU. 
the longtime Monarch coach, he's got to go. Last two seasons, five and seven, four and eight. Only two seasons of 500 or better since they moved to Conference USA. They're now sitting at one and nine. They need a new phase in this program, and I think I think the fan base would agree with me on that. Another one, UTEP's head coach Dana Dimel might not be fired this year, but he's going to be on a short lease next year. Currently two and nineteen at UTEP. That's just horrible. I mean, UTEP had a chance this year since the the conference at the bottom is so down, but hasn't happened. Also, Mike Bloomgren at Rice. He's currently two and twenty-one. Two year, two and a half years. That's not really good. No wins this season. They've shown promise, but yeah, I think I think he's going to be done here soon. And Frank Wilson, I I gotta say he's on the hot seat still, but he does have three wins, and I'm a bit stunned. And currently, New York Six Contender Bowl game, La Tech sitting at eight and one. They do have an out, outside shot. I like that La Tech team, my friend. I do too. I I they're not getting a lot of respect. They're kind of flying under the radar, but. Eight and one. I mean, it's not easy to win games. It is not. All right. Uh, oh, <coughs> Max and Matt. Yeah, we're gonna get in some action here, Tyler. Can't, Only can't three games this past week, yeah. but they were three big games. I tell you, uh, Toledo has finally found its rhythm after losing a couple of stunning games. Uh, hold off Kent State thirty-five thirty-three on Tuesday. And then Western Michigan held off Ball State at home, 35-31. And then how about this one, Tyler? Miami, Ohio goes on the road and wins at Ohio. Yeah, stunner. Uh, stunner, man. Uh, freaking Miami. Figures, man. I know. The one year. Every year. I've Every picked them year. to be good the last three years, and they suck this year. When they have no business being good. Yeah, I they're, know. They're good. It doesn't make sense. So, <clears throat> division race here, Tyler. Uh, Miami, Ohio. They had the tiebreaker over Ohio and Buffalo. So they have a game wow. cushion. And these next two games, Tyler, Bowling Green and Akron. Wow. Both at home. They so can lock that baby up. They finish it out at Ball State. I mean, even with the two, even with the two losses, Tyler. Or the two, uh, even with the loss to Ball State. Miami, Ohio is going to end up going to Detroit. That's incredible. So we can go ahead and pencil Didn't Miami, Ohio into that championship game. Ooh, are you sharpening that in? Sharpening that in yeah, that's or? a Sharpie. There, wow. There's no chance they're losing to Bowling Green or Akron at home. Absolutely no chance. Book it. Uh, you know how many points Akron has scored in conference, Tyler? I'd say like 20. In five games? Uh, 33. 33. Wow. Yeah. 33. Uh, it's pretty uh, pretty good stuff up there in Akron, Ohio. I need to find the guy <coughs> who oh, told me yeah. I don't know shit about football because <laughs> I had Akron winning one game. <laughs> yeah, if you could find him because it, it's already time to blow him up a little bit. Uh, because this is going to be a big old fat goose egg. I have no doubts. Uh, they finished with Eastern Michigan at Miami and Ohio. Yeah, they're not doing it. <clears throat> All right, over to the West, which the West is uh, a little exciting here, Tyler. We have four teams 
with two losses. Ooh. Uh, Western Michigan, Central Michigan, <clears throat> Ball State, and Toledo. Um, Western Michigan and Central Michigan are both four and two, and Ball State and Toledo are three and two. Uh, Western Michigan, however, tough road ahead at Ohio and at Northern Illinois to close out the season. So that's that's a little rough for them. Um, let's look at the Chippewas here. At Ball State and Toledo at home. So like I said, four, four teams with two losses. Uh, the Chippewas play each team. Um, let me look here real quick. I'm just kind of, I know Ball State Penn, uh, plays Miami, Ohio at home and Central Michigan at home and at Kent State. So that's an interesting mm. spot. Interesting spot. Yeah, yeah. And then I just want to look here. One more. I want to check out who uh, who Toledo has left, and then I'm going to make my pick of who's going to be at the top here. Oh, gosh. Oh, man. Toledo hosts NIU at Buffalo and at Central Michigan. Ooh, that's a tough stretch. That is tough as well. Um, I think when all said is done, Tyler, the Fighting Jim McElwains are going to be the MacWest champs. Oh, my gosh. Who, could you imagine if it's Central Michigan versus Miami, Ohio? Uh, Who, nobody in this world had that one. Uh, no, I had uh, the Chippewas, I think, sixth. Yeah, you had them way down yonder. I don't know. Central Michigan's got a tough, a tough spot. It's going to be interesting to see how this uh, Mac West develops. Because to be quite honest, uh, Toledo's probably going to end up freaking winning it uh, somehow, some way. But um, hey, we'll find out. Yeah, no fired coaches. Hot seat. I don't see any hot seat action here because uh, most of these coaches are are in their first year or so. Um, yeah, I don't think Chris Creighton's gonna get it. Uh, you know, he's done a good job at Eastern yeah. Michigan. They would be uh they would be silly to get rid of that guy. I would agree with that. It's it's tough though because EMU has had so many chances this year and it's just not gone their way. Yeah, like last year too, man, they lost a ton of games by like less than a touchdown. Always do. They're yeah. always there. So one of these years they're gonna get over the hump. Um, but yeah, no, no New York six contenders, uh, in the Mac, my friend. Alrighty. Sad for the Mac though. Yeah. You know, what are, what are they even playing the season format? If they can't make it to NY six bowl game. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. They just, <laughs> uh, they all have like four losses. What are you going to do? Yeah. Uh, it's a, it's a down year for the Mac, but let's get on to the mountain West conference. Boise State beats Wyoming in overtime. I watched the majority of that game, and I wish I hadn't. It just it just angered me. Boise State couldn't get anything going on Wyoming, and props to Wyoming for hanging in with a backup QB, but they didn't get it done. That was a key divisional game. Utah State pulls through versus Fresno State. That was massive for the Aggies, and Nevada pulls the upset on San Diego State. Oh, Away from Reno, that was an incredible win. And Hawaii, Matt, thank goodness, they pulled over, pulled out a two-point win over San Jose State. Does that give you the over or tie the over under for the season win total? Uh, for who? Hawaii. Uh, I think they're at five and a half. Five and a half now? Yep. Oh, man. Well, 
they got that win over San Jose State for you. So I think I can't remember how many wins exactly they have now. It's either five or six. Uh, but, I, let, I can actually look it up. I have it on my Twitter pinned. Uh, yes, that's what it I is have, pinned. But I'm pretty sure it's five and a half. Let's look here. I believe that. Yeah, to be it true was five as well, and a half because I was stunned to see it. So all right, five and a half or man. And they still have they still have several games left, so that's huge. Let's get on to the division races here, Matt, in the Mountain West Conference. Oh, Matt, uh, Hawaii does have six wins, so you got that one already. Oh yes, huge. I that's needed huge. that one. That's huge. Yep, got it. Lock it up. You're welcome. All right, so let's get on to the division races. The Mountain Division. Boise State remains undefeated. Air Force has one loss. Utah State has one conference loss. Boise has a win over Air Force, Air Force so that's huge coming up. Utah State and Boise State will meet on the 23rd. Boise has UNM and CSU left, so it's likely going to come down to that Utah State game. Unfortunately for Air Force, yeah, I mean, they have the tiebreaker over Utah State, a favorable schedule to end the year. So they do have a decent shot to win, but they're going to need Utah State to beat Boise State. Now, Utah State, Wyoming is coming up next. That's going to be tough. Then they have Boise State. That's going to be tough. And then the final game versus New Mexico, the Aggies will need to win out. And I don't, I don't know if I see that happening at this point. So that'll break it down for that one. And then if we head over to the West, Currently, San Diego State. Uh, there's several teams here, Matt, that have a shot. San Diego State currently has the 4-2 uh, conference record. And then Hawaii's at 3-3, three and three, Nevada at 3-3. Three and three. Nevada with that key win over San Diego State. So if the Aztecs can falter again, they'll have a shot. Rainbow Warriors are still in this. But with that defense, I don't see it happening. So I think we'll have more clarity in the West after next week. I'm, I'm sitting here looking at Nevada. 95 total points uh, yeah. in conference play. Hard to believe. Hard to believe that they, they beat San Diego State on the road. But, I mean, that's where we're sitting right now. Look at, uh, look at Hawaii, though. 242 points for in division play. 373 points for overall this season. But that defense has just not been as good as I thought it was going to be. So that's why I have major concerns about Hawaii. They were my preseason pick to win that division. But like I said, we'll see more coming up in the uh, after next week. And, and Tyler, you're also going to get to see Hawaii in the Hawaii Bowl. Oh, great. Against uh, more than likely BYU. Oh, man. That's, uh, that's lovely. Um, I can't wait to watch it, Matt. Thank you for bringing that up. No problem. Currently fired coaches in the Mountain West Conference. Somehow, someway, this is a none. I don't know how that's true when you have two people I have on the hot seat, Bob Davey and New Mexico. Listen, it was fun while it lasted. He had it like one or two good years there. But he's 35-62 and 62 overall, currently 2-8. and eight. He's got to go. And also Tony Sanchez at UNLV, 18 and 40 in his time here in Nevada. 
I mean, how is this guy still have a job at UNLV, Matt? They got the they got the new stadium coming in and everything. It's it's time to get rid of him. Yeah, See you I later. UNLV is not a bad job. No, it's not. It's it's a great job, and they're holding on to Tony Sanchez as if he's like God's gift. But he's eighteen and forty. <laughs> That's horrendous at UNLV. And they've had plenty of talent. I do understand the injury side of it. I get that, but man, that's just brutal. And final New York Six contenders. I have Boise State. Obviously, that one loss. It's going to be tough to, for them to get up there, but they still have a chance. That was good. <laughs> Thank you, Matt. Thank you, Matt. How about the old Pac-12, though, Matt? Your favorite conference in the land. Yeah, that's it's still just an awful. Awful conference. Do you agree with me that the Pac-12 is actually better than the ACC? Mm. That's a tough question. I would say, I'm, I'd say no. No. Wow. Nope. Wow. When uh, Oregon State is your second best team in the North, <laughs> uh, <laughs> that is kind of scary. <laughs> no, thank you. I'll pass on the Pac-12. But I, I like Oregon, Utah, USC, and stunningly, I'm going to say UCLA better than the majority of the ACC. Eh, I like I like the ACC. Wow. ACC's you like not bad. I, do. I, I don't think it's as bad as people make it out to be, but I, I just think the Pac-12 has a slight edge this year. I tell you, I think you look at, like, you got, so you got Clemson, you got uh, Florida State playing better without Taggart. Uh, you got Wake Forest there. I think Louisville's pretty good. They'd probably win most games in the Pac-12. Virginia, Virginia Tech, Pitt, and uh, I'm not even. I'm not gonna throw the freaking yeah, Hurricanes yeah. in there. Okay, but, I was uh, I was waiting for Miami. I I don't know. I think it'd be interesting. Why don't they just play the bowl games versus each other? I think that would be interesting. But I don't make the rules here. All right, quick recap on the Pac-12. USC moves to 5-2 and two with a win over Arizona State. It was a tight one. That's really the only notable game I have to talk about. Let's get on to the division races. Uh, well, Oregon has already locked up the North, Matt. Yep. It's, it's done. So there's the North. The South. Now, the South is very, very interesting. Utah sits at... Five and one, the current leader in the conference. They have a fair schedule with UCLA at Arizona and Colorado left. UCLA game is going to be their biggest test. A loss would nearly eliminate them, though, from winning the South. It would be it would be very interesting if that were to happen. Let's get on to USC. Now they sit at five and two, and they do have that win over Utah, so that's huge. Just two games left on the schedule for USC at Cal and home versus UCLA. I I think they have a good chance to win both of those games, Matt. I would agree. And if and if Utah can just falter in one, oh man, watch out. Now let's get to the Fighting Chip Kellys, which I know you love this team, Matt. Yeah, I need them to lose one more game, just one more. Okay, well they're. It's currently still alive, which is a miracle somehow. They're sitting at 4-2. and two. They do have a tough stretch here as they go on the road to Utah and then USC. Doesn't seem likely they, they're going to have a shot to win the Pac-12 South. 
But if they went out, they got it. So there you go, Matt. Utah and USC left for your under. Yes. Uh, one more game, baby. They're going to lose to Utah this week. So You think it's Utah? Okay. It is on the road. But we'll find out. We'll find out. Fired coaches so far none. Hot seat. I know I don't have anybody on the hot seat for the back 12 and I know that Clay Helton is a trendy like, oh, yeah, he's going to be gone. They're going to bring in Urban. But I, if I'm running USC right now, I can't have the guy on the hot seat. He's 5-2. and two. He has a chance to win the South and play in the title game. So until that is clear, I got to keep him off. Playoff contenders, only Oregon and Utah, obviously. Yes, sir. You want to talk about some big boy football now, Tyler? Oh, uh, what's wrong with the Pac-12, man? That's uh, a great Pac-12 conference. Sucks. Conference of champions. Um, <clears throat> yeah, their champion is going to end up not even be able to beat up Auburn. So. Oh God. Um, yeah. SEC this week, Tyler. There was a big mm-hmm. game. I don't know if you watched it or not, but. The South Alabama game. Yes. Yep. The uh, oh. App State yep. win over South Carolina. That was the yeah, biggest baby. game in the SEC. Yeah, baby. And that's all I got on the recap. There wasn't anything else. Uh, yeah, I don't remember anything else that happened in that conference. Oh, ooh, I forgot about this one, Tyler. Uh, Big Orange, Tennessee, 17-13 win in Lexington. Yeah. Tyler, a, uh, I'm oh. telling you. Tennessee, 7-5, 5-3 in the SEC sounds pretty damn good. Not bad. I mean, they definitely have a shot at it. Uh, there's no way they're going to lose to Vandy. I I shouldn't have said that out loud, but there's no way they're losing to Vandy. So, yeah, overall they flipped the script, kind of like UCLA, man. Rough start, but coming in hot. Yep, they're coming in hot. And uh, I think somebody on the podcast here predicted Tennessee to win five SEC games this year. Uh, yeah, you did. And uh, it's a miracle ah, that they're here. I was I selling them that. so damn hard after a couple of weeks. Who wouldn't? And here Georgia we are. State and BYU lost, lost. Yeah, but hey, they they've kind of figured it out. They still uh, the offense is still a little sketchy, but hey, what are you gonna do? Well, here's the thing about Tennessee. I don't understand what the hell they're doing. They start one guy for the game, and then they make the switch at yeah. halftime after it's not working. And it's yeah, like, it, just start fucking Garantano at this point. He's got me the wins. One, and then at one point, Garantano drove him down, and then they subbed out Garantano. And I'm like, well, he just drove down the field. And, okay, all right, Tennessee, yeah, do what you got to do. Whatever. Yeah, so, uh, and then real quick here, LSU, uh, I mean, they were oh, up 33-13 yeah. at halftime. Yeah, uh, Alabama made it close at the end there. But let's be honest, this game was never really in doubt. But I'm telling you, man, uh, well, when we get into the playoff talk, uh, mm-hmm. we'll go more uh, about these two teams. Uh, All righty. So, uh, division. Um, yeah, Georgia's, Georgia's locked up. The uh, Georgia's locked up the East. Um, yeah, they have... Yeah, I mean, even if they lose this weekend. Uh, yeah, because they beat the they Gators beat and the Vols. Yeah. So that's their only two contenders since South Carolina has four losses. Yikes. Yeah. I mean, they could lose. Uh, I, I forget who they play. Um, 
Who's their last uh, conference game? They play. Oh yeah, A and M. So yeah, they're probably gonna win that one. Yeah. So if Georgia did drop the last two games, then Florida would be your East champ. But I don't foresee that happening. Um, and then in the West, Tyler here, LSU. Uh, they finished the season, I think, with uh, Mississippi State, Arkansas, and Ole Miss, I believe. Wow. Yeah, they're not losing. So lock yeah, them up. They're not losing. Lock them up. Um, so it looks like LSU, Georgia, is what we're looking at in Atlanta, which would be a very good game. I'd be interested in that one. Um, <clears throat> excuse me, here, guys. Um, fired coaches here. Chad Morris got canned this weekend. Uh, interesting. Uh, I mean, the man lost to Western Kentucky and San Jose State in the same year. I know. Uh, <laughs> you kind of you, you, you kind of leave him no choice. Uh, he, he was just it was just a disaster in Fayetteville, I'm, and, and that's a that's a proud program too, man. And they're they're honestly just slightly better than Rutgers at this point. They really are. And who wants that job? I. I wouldn't want that job. Not in that division. Hell well, no. Uh, Hell no. Their number one candidate, Tyler. Oh, let me guess. Mike Leach. Nope. Gus Malzahn is who they want. Gus again. Yep, they want Gus again. So once Gus uh, ends up Christ. beating Georgia and Alabama, then Auburn's going to give him another raise. And uh, I don't see Gus going there. I know there's ties and everything, but why would he want to go to a lesser program in the same division? It doesn't uh, make any sense. Yeah, I don't think he would. The only way Gus is going to go there is if uh, Auburn fires Gus somehow. Fires um, him, and like 10 years from now, he's like, I'll go back to Arkansas. I, think I don't he, think it would happen right away. I think he would. I think he'd go back to Arkansas. Man. I mean, he might yeah. as well. What the hell? Yeah, but I don't know. I, I think Gus would probably want to get out of the SEC West, man. That's brutal. Year in and year out, having to go through that schedule. That's tough, man. I, I think he should spread his wings and fly yonder. Uh, hot seat, Tyler. Uh, Derek Mason still uh, oh, clinging man. to a job there. Yeah, that's toasty. Uh, Will Muschamp has now found himself on the hot seat. Yeah. After uh, that performance. To. Uh, I still had Barry Odom on my hot seat here at Missouri. Uh, other than that, I think that's fair on Barry. 0-4 away from home. Yeah, and I mean, now they're dealing with injuries, but every team does it, but God, they've looked terrible all year. They lost to Wyoming, and that was at the yes, first they game. Did. That was when they were healthy, so you can't say, oh, it's only because we aren't healthy. I mean, you lost to Wyoming. Yeah, you did. Set the tone. Set so, the tone for the season. Uh, playoff contenders. Now, SEC is interesting. Um, clearly, you got your Georgia. Uh, I don't think Florida has a shot. Uh, yeah, the two losses. Two losses aren't going to be able to do it. There's one team that has two losses in the country that could make a case for a, uh, a playoff bid. Uh, LSU here. Alabama. Uh they're still, they still got a shot. And then Auburn is the two-loss team that I think has a shot. Uh, if they can somehow beat Georgia and Alabama, that's a pretty good resume. You had beaten Oregon, Georgia, 
Alabama lost by three on the road at LSU. And you lost uh, early in the year at Florida, who would be top ten as well. So they would need a lot of help to get in there, Tyler, at number four. But it is possible if they can win uh, against Georgia and Alabama. You're not lying. There is a possibility, but it doesn't look pretty. It'd be a a very good resume. Yeah, it would be a nice resume. Nobody can argue about that. Well, take I us out to the gonna have that. yeah. Take us out to the Sun Belt, Tyler. Let's wrap uh, let's wrap this recap oh, up. Oh yeah, baby. All right, Troy hammers Georgia Southern after Southern's big win last week. ULM knocks off Georgia State, and ladies and gentlemen, like Matt said earlier, App State over South Carolina, baby. The season that could have been if they just would have beat Georgia freaking Southern. Ugh. Yep. <coughs> <coughs> Very disappointing. But let's get on to the East race, Matt. <coughs> App, State, App State would have have this in the bag if they had not lost to Georgia Southern. Troy gave App State a helping hand with their win over Southern. Win out, and they're in the title game. It's as simple as that. Now, for Georgia Southern, they have a shot with the win over App State. They need App State to fall to Georgia State or Troy. And likely that likely won't happen. Um... But we'll see what happens. I mean, App State could go down there, and then they would have to face Texas State. So App State, it all depends on what they do. Now, they would uh, – let's see here. Oh, Georgia Georgia Southern. They would have to win out to have a shot. They do face ULM, Arkansas State, and home versus Georgia State. I don't see that happening, Matt. Not a chance. And the final team, Georgia State – they were in great shape until they had that loss to ULM. Though, if they went out, they will be in the title game. Should be interesting, because that would mean they'd have a win over App State, which is happening this week in Georgia Southern to finish the year. Win out Georgia State, and you're in. That would be interesting. Now, if you go to... Yeah, I know, I know, right? And then Tennessee fans will be like, Oh, look, look at this, man. See, we lost the Sun Belt title. Title winner going to be interesting so it's app state georgia state and georgia southern that have a fighting chance in the west louisiana looks to pretty much have locked this baby up there at four and one arkansas state at three and two and ulm at three and two as well similar to some of the other divisions i think after this week we'll have a more clear picture but i think louisiana is going to run away with this let's go louisiana yeah, yeah, I had the uh, I had the Cajuns up there at the top uh, for that title, so that was a it's looking like a pretty good pick from me. But let's get on to fired coaches. Currently, I have uh, there's currently there's no fired coaches. Hot seat, Matt. I only have one person, Mr. Campbell, down there at South Alabama. If you've watched a Jaguar game this year, it's bad, man. It's really, really bad. I I just maybe they give him one more year, but. It's hard to watch. So, South Alabama, Steve Campbell, hot seat, baby. And my only MY6 contender, Ab State, it would be an outside shot, but they do have two Power 5 wins now. But, man, the season that could have been for this team, they could have easily went undefeated. Yes, they could have. Yes, they could. And they would have definitely been the New York 6, uh, New York six uh, team. 
Yeah, it would have been really cool to see, but I don't think we're seeing it now. But, Matt, let's get off of that and head into the Heisman. I'd like to hear from you. Who do you have here in your top five? Well, uh, it's Joe Burrow's Heisman to lose at this point. Uh, I don't know if you check the odds, Tyler, but Joe Burrow now. You have to bet $1,000 to win 100 Holy. He is a man. heavy, heavy, heavy that's favorite. A, that's uh, the heaviest favorite. And for good reason. So, uh, I, don't, I, don't, I, I don't see anybody winning it but him. But uh, just for New York, uh, New York invites, at this point, I guess I would invite Jalen Hurts. Um, it's getting kind of tough here. I like J.K. Dobbins. Um, uh, Chub, uh, Chuba Hubbard, I love him. Uh, he's got to be in the top five. And then at that point, I, I would only have four at this point. I wouldn't invite Tua. So. No Tua for Matt. Nope. All right. Top four for Alrighty. me. Top four for you. I've got number one, Joe Burrow, obviously. I got Hubbard at two. He's now up to 1,600 yards and 18 touchdowns, Matt. That's huge. Yes, sir. He was on a, he was on a bye week, so he couldn't really add to that. Three, Jalen Hurts. Obviously, the numbers are huge. Number four, my boy Omar Bayless. He was on a bye this week. Still top five in every receiving category. Putting up big numbers. And I did keep Chase Young in there just in case he can come back and play because he still is one of the best in the country. Yes, sir. I agree. That'll do it for the Heisman segment. Now we get on to the playoff race here. Our playoff top sixes. Matt, I'll go first. Okay. I'll just uh, I'll just lead it off here. Number six, Oregon. Number five, Baylor. Number four, Minnesota. Number three, Ohio State. Number two, LSU. And number oh one, Clemson. Oh God! I'm not budging, baby. I'm not budging. Uh, I'm holding strong. I haven't had any reason to move Clemson off of number one. Oh, my God. That's the dumbest shit I've ever heard. They're dominating everybody. They're dominating shit-ass teams. Yeah, but some of these teams that everybody else has been talking about, they get dominated by shit-ass teams. And I wouldn't so call them uh, UNC dominating. They, listen, the one game... UNC game. The UNC game. They won the game. That was like a cat's age ago. Move yeah, on. It was, but you look at Ohio State, Tyler, they haven't been close to anybody this season. And they played better teams. No. Yeah, slightly. 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 Shit, Wisconsin slightly. would maybe give Clemson uh, a game. Oh, give me a break. That wouldn't even be close. It wouldn't even be close, Matt. Wisconsin's definitely better than North Carolina. That's a garbage take. That's a garbage take. That's a garbage take. And then you got LSU over here just beating the crap out of everybody, and they still can't move up past Clemson. Nope. Nope. Uh, Listen, what a joke. I like what I've seen. I, I like I, I think the top three are solidified at this point. I think they're almost interchangeable, Matt. But I'm sticking with Clemson at number one, man. What I find to be hilarious here, Tyler is that yeah. Alabama, so in the APN of the coaches' poll, only moved to number four. Like, give yeah. me a fucking break. Alabama hasn't played anybody. 
That's a fact, man. God. That's a, that's why I didn't have them in my top six because, like, do I believe that they could be a top four team with their talent? Absolutely. But at the end of the day, they have a loss now, and their best win is Texas A&M. Yeah, I and guess. Who doesn't guess have that that's win? That's a fact. Everybody has that one. Even Clemson has that win, Matt. Hell, their best one at this point, Tyler, might be Tennessee. I mean, that's as good. It's coming up. It's it's coming up to that point. That's as good as the one they've had, and they're still getting so much respect. And that defense is terrible. I mean, oh my God, Alabama's defense is so bad. Yeah. Uh, dude, it pisses me off that they're still. Uh, uh, these people are so stupid. I don't know they've why they've given up. They've given up 148 points in conference play, Matt. That, that's usually like a season total for those guys. I know. I know. That's what pisses me off. So uh, <clears throat> let me go here. I mean, I haven't put my top 30 out this week because it's been pretty busy. But Alabama is going to be about number 10 for me. they got to fall all oh, the way back. Oh, God. Oh, God. Here comes the fire. Here comes the fire. It's true. they got to go all the way to the bottom, man. They act like that game was even close. LSU blew them out. Come LSU on. LSU could coast. They could just coast in that second half. Yeah. I mean, if they wanted to put up 70, LSU could have put up 70. Yeah. And I wish they would have. That would have been awesome. Just just drop it on them. Uh, but anyway, my, my uh, playoff six here, Tyler. Uh, Ohio State number one, LSU number two, Clemson number three. Uh, number four, I would go Minnesota as well. Thank you. Number five. Ugh. Yeah, it gets tough. I hate to say it, but only because they're undefeated, I would put Baylor there. Same. And, and then number six. I Pick whoever you want, honestly. I, I would honestly probably take Oregon. So. Yeah, it's between Oregon and Georgia, I think. Uh, uh, Georgia's there. not even on my list either. They suck, too. Oh, uh, God. <laughs> they do. They, they lost at home to South Carolina, Tyler. They did. I mean, that, you got you to gotta look at those losses at this point. And, this, and when you look at Georgia, that's why I kept them out of my top six because, I mean, people have them in their top four, man. People have Georgia in their top four. And every other year, they go, oh, Ohio State lost to Purdue. But it seems like that's kind of like out the window now. And it's like, well, Georgia lost to South Carolina. It was, you know, kind of crazy. Yeah. I don't get it, man. I don't and, either. And I, I don't either. But you know what? The I know our next thing here is what will the committee do? Oh, yeah. We all know what's going to happen here. Georgia's, Georgia's going to be number four. Oh, I, I don't know. I think Alabama might be four. I think Georgia's going to be four, which is just either. It doesn't matter if Alabama or Georgia is four or five. It would be an absolute joke if either one of those two they're teams are ranked to four or five. I, they're going to have both those teams 100% in the top six. I, I would not be surprised if Alabama comes up at number four. They love to stir the pot, the pot up and... That's exactly what they're going to do. They're going to put Alabama for, oh, gosh. I just, I don't want to see it, but it's going to happen. I'm with you, though, on Baylor, though. It's kind of hard to put them in that top six because most of their games have been very tight, and the opponents have not been that 
that great either, but they keep winning. So, I mean, I have to give them the five spot. Yeah, I don't think they're very good. I think they're going to lose this week. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, it doesn't really matter. It's still week 11, and, yeah. and these teams are going to play each other. And I would just put them up there to reward them for uh, what they've to, done. Yeah, to still hanging out there. So, But seriously, though, they're going to put Alabama at number four. So... Just be prepared, folks. Matt yeah, thinks Georgia. My, my, my four, money I is think on Bama. Georgia, but I think it'll be either one of the two. And then you're going to hear about it. SEC bias. SEC bias. But it's like, okay, <laughs> the SEC is clearly the best conference in the country. And it's not I even, would, it's not even close. So, I would agree with that. Uh, what do you expect them to do? But, I mean, God. Let's, yeah, uh, whatever. Let's. So I'm looking at last week's Matt, and let's see here. It was Ohio State, LSU, Alabama, Penn State at four. Georgia was at sixth. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's going to be Georgia or Bama. Lock it up. They don't care about anybody else. Believe that. They they showed no love to Minnesota. They had them at 17, so there's no way in hell they're going to jump them up like 12 or 13 spots. No, they won't, but they should. I mean, should. If, if they had the audacity to put Penn State at four last week <laughs> and this team just and, just beats Penn State and you're not going to put them up there? And when, Minnesota when, has better wins. When, better to be win. honest, Georgia has better wins than Minnesota, but Alabama certainly mm-hmm. does not, so... I mean, they they have a Florida they have a Florida win. Georgia has a Florida win. And Notre Dame. Minnesota has a Penn State and Notre Dame. Where is is Notre Dame? Oh, there they are, six and two. I I keep thinking they lost uh, one more. Kind of feels like they did, but yeah, not yet. They probably will. They probably will. Well, that's a good point, Matt. Georgia does have that Notre Dame win. That was that's a good win, but yeah, our love is in Minnesota right now. Yeah, uh, I would I would put stock in the Minnesota man. Uh, tough game this week, and we'll be talking about that on the breakdown preview. But yeah, I mean, if they can get this dub, it'd be it'd be big. Would be big indeed, Matt. All right. Anything else before we go out? Uh, no, sir. I am all good. All right. Well, thank you for listening to the Week Eleven recap. We're glad to be back. We know we missed last week, but we're back, baby, and we're back and better than ever. So remember to. Subscribe and review to the podcast wherever you may listen to your podcast. And thank you for listening. And good night.